All right. Here we go. Wow, Mel. GM, GM. <laughs> We've been looking forward to this, everybody. So I'm so excited to be here. And um, this is more than a special event. This is like the event of the year, no question. Um, so excited that we're up here on on, on the spaces. So, Froak, how's everything going today? Um, Normal day? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my palms are sweaty. Knees weak, <laughs> arms are heavy. Uh, <laughs> Just so everybody in the audience, a little bit of context for Eric has been looking forward to this for some time and he's been sworn to secrecy. So he's very excited to, to get up and actually be able to talk live about it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of myself on this one, Mel. Um, I have to say, um, I, I do respect my NDAs and uh, this one was very, very tough for me. Very tough internally. Uh, and that's uh, something that we've been uh, we've been holding back for a little bit now. Uh, so it felt good at 10.00 this morning when I could just hit the tweet button and then hit the other tweet button five minutes, 10 minutes ago uh, from the Rug Radio account, which I just pinned up top. Um, and uh, and I have to say it's it's an absolute honor uh, to be joined uh, today uh, by by the incredible uh, guests that we have uh, on stage. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're obviously going to go uh, through... Um, through everybody and and you know pass the mic around so everybody can introduce themselves just before though before you already know what is up web3 we've got a giant that just entered our space today uh, uh, a light a shining light and uh, in in uh, in in this space that we love so much and uh, and uh, and I would love to give a warm welcome to Nike as they launch dot swoosh which is super 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 exciting yes yeah thank you everyone Yes, there you go. See, the whole crowd is clapping. The whole crowd is clapping. You already know. <laughs> and so a big shout out. To, we have a few hundred people already in the room. You know what to do. Retweet, share, like, comment, and get the people in. Um, this is a legendary mail. Absolutely. So yeah, where everybody's waiting, if you want to retweet the spaces so everybody knows that it started, that'd be amazing. And while everybody's doing that and shuffling into the spaces, I'd highly recommend just jumping into the pinned tweet that's above um, because within that there is the incredible first vlog, day one of Nike Virtual Studios, which is this dot swoosh um, project. And, and it really gives you the first insight into what we're going to speak about today. Um, and, and that's a really good place to start. But, um, but Farouk, um, let's, let's kind of kick off. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of different new people maybe in the spaces that, that aren't aware of both you and me. So let's kind of just like introduce ourselves first and then we can kick into um, who's here and what we're talking about today because we're all so excited about it. <laughs> um, so do you want to jump in wherever we've got Farouk? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, my name is Farouk Sarmad. Uh, <laughs> I'm a 28-year-old fellow DJ, founder of uh, Rug Radio, uh, your very own decentralized Web3 media ecosystem, uh, and, uh, and an honor today to, to, to be able to host uh, Nike uh, for Dot Swoosh. I'm not going to make it about me today, so I'm going to pass to you, Mel. Absolutely. Well, I'm Mel um, and I build tokenomic structures inside the, to the the crypto space and I've been fortunate to actually build um, the tokenomic structure for Rag Radio and then also help Nike build their tokenomic structure. So um, a little bit Probably on nothing. both. 
today's conversation, <laughs> so um, which is, is super fun and super cool. So um, I've been um, fortunate to be up here both as you know host of this incredible team, but also had the pleasure of working with them over the past year to to um, build what you're going to all learn a little bit more about today. So super super jazz to drive to dive into everything so um Freak, i'm gonna throw it over to you let's get let's get going let's get going. hell yeah let let's get this party started we're non-stop in the words of drake that we just opened with just now uh so i'm gonna i'm actually gonna gonna pass it on uh i'll give it to to you know what i'll hot potato it around here i'll give it to masuma masuma welcome to the stage uh and maybe if you want to introduce yourself to the people here Hello, hello. Such an amazing day today. Uh, my name is Masuma and I lead partnerships for Nike Virtual Studios. And my background has predominantly been across the music, sports and tech space. Um, I've always strived to work for futurists. So when the opportunity with Nike Virtual Studios presented itself under Ron's leadership, it was honestly just a no-brainer for me to to join the amazing squad and and bring this thing to life and we are freaking live today and we're just so excited to share that swoosh with the world and speaking of the most incredible team i'm uh, gonna pass off the mic to my partner in crime lucian oh i knew this so what's up uh everyone thank you for <laughs> tuning in my name is lucian dixon uh, I'm heading up our community efforts here for Nike Virtual Studios. Uh, I've been at Nike for about six and a half years. Prior to that, did a lot of really fun and exciting community-driven work over on the Sneakers app. You may recognize me from some hosting opportunities on Sneakers Live and just a lot of the behind-the-scenes interactive uh, innovations that I feel like the, the app has delivered. So it's really cool to be able to be on this stage and sort of share what we have coming up next with with, with just an amazing audience. So, yeah, we're been a long time coming but we're very very excited that we're here you know day one literally day one is today um and yeah thank you guys for having us um we'll keep it moving i'll pass it off to to mr ron ferris thanks lucho uh good to meet everybody how y'all doing i'm uh, ron ferris uh, i head up a division in nike called nike virtual studios and um it's a new division at nike and it's been designed to basically bring nike into the future through the lens of Web3, uh, blockchain, and metaverse. And uh, we're a super entrepreneurial group. Uh, we're trying to, you know, we're students in the space first and foremost, and we are trying to figure out how to make it super accessible, invite more people, really inclusive community. I have a lot of heart um, for this group, especially um, with its roots in entrepreneurship. Um, I myself uh, was fortunate enough, I had a company, a startup about eight years ago, called Virgin Mega, which was acquired by Nike. And since then, I've had the pleasure of um, running the sneakers app business for a good seven years um, from that and now moved into this new role about a year ago. And here we are, day one, baby. So we're very excited. And I'm going to throw it back to uh, Farouk. Wow. What a what an amazing panel we got here with Lucien, Ron, and, and Masuma. So excited to, to dive right into this conversation today. But, but quickly, I mean... I don't think y'all need a big introduction in this space, but for the sake of it, uh, Chris, Benito, Zapsio, I'll go to you guys. Hey, I'm Benoit. I've been at Nike for 15 years. And nice to meet you, everyone. And I don't know, is it day one or is it day zero? I never know this type of stuff. To me, it's more day zero because it's the first day, right? But maybe in France, we, we say day zero and not day one. 
But no, it's cool to be here. Cool <laughs> to be here with the NVS team and a lot of familiar faces. So, and as usual, you know, hosted by the best hair in Web3, Farouk. And, and Mel, I've seen your hair. They're not too bad as well, but you can't beat Farouk. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. Yeah. That's my intro. <laughs> I love it. Z. How's it going? Z here, other co-founder of Artifact. Pleasure to be here. Super exciting stuff with the NVS team. And yeah, looking forward to this space. Let's go. Hell Chris yeah. Here. What up, Chris? Chris Lee, aka Click Effects, one of the co-founders and creative director. Super excited to be here. Great time for This is awesome to see. Hell yeah. All right. All right. We've gone around. We've done the rounds. We've played a little music. We've jammed a little bit. So now it's time to get right into it and talk about the things that everybody's been wondering. Uh, of course, the press release went out this morning. I think it's early 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You saw it everywhere across all the major platforms from complex business for fashion to now over here on Twitter Spaces. Uh, and, uh, and we're here to talk about it. So you released a blog. Right, And it's pinned at the top. So if you go to the pinned tweets, if you're listening live uh, and you go to the second tweet and it says, our digital community of athletes and creators will build, design, and collect virtual creations for the next generation of gamers and explorers. And it's called Day One. And this is a blog that you uploaded um, earlier. Um, I think it's the first of its kind in Nike history, if I'm not mistaken, which is a pretty big deal. And this whole blog is a big deal. So tell us, what is Dot Swoosh? And why are you building this now? That's a great question. Um, we're, so we're looking, take a step back, of, like rewind the clock about a few months. And I mean, we have learned so much from our friends at Artifact. Uh, they've pioneered experiences in Web3. And frankly, like for us, written the blueprint for new ways to build digital experiences that connect community like never before. And to be honest, it's been it's just been an honor watching them work and how they roll um, in the space with confidence and swagger. And it's been a, a, it's been a lot of fun really learning from those guys. And from our perspective at Nike, when we kind of see um, sport and culture evolving, we're always kind of looking for new ways to basically bring our community into something like when we see an innovation like this and in ways that Artifact has shown us about how you can reimagine community, reimagine co-creation, reimagine loyalty through this lens of for us, for sport and culture. So we, we spent a lot of time just kind of like listening, just sitting, listening and learning like students, freshmen in the space, all of us just learning from our mentors. And that through that, we started to build this idea of to, that if we were going to lead this next phase of digital transformation at Nike, what would that look like? And how would we bring and make our audience bring this world to a more, to make it more accessible to a broader audience of people. And from that perspective, we started with some core principles behind our work, just to ground ourselves in the work. And the first was to prioritize a safe, inclusive community. That's what we really, really wanted to stand for when we, when we first set foot in there. And we wanted to do that first in a way that would be, that would be a welcoming and more safe space um, especially in this day and age for those folks. So the first thing we did in that was to get our own ni domain, dot .nike, D dot .nike. All of our links will end with that. It's our own special place on the internet for us to create this safe space where people can learn and build together. 
from that, that is where our platform will live. Our platform is dot swoosh and it'll be the home for all of Nike's virtual creations that we do. Some that we build and some that are that creators who win our community challenges will get to build in it as well. And so this will be the place where you can buy and trade virtual creations and a place where you can learn, build community, um, as well as help co-create the future alongside us. Um, so it's a really exciting time there. And the blog is really an expression of the why behind our work. It's really important as we put that out there that we want to show the intention. Um, this team's put a lot of thought into this. I'm humbled and just, I love this team so much. And I, I, uh, I get very emotional talking about them because they brought a level of thoughtfulness because of the diverse voices at the table to think about how we make this as inclusive a community and how do we really show the world what Web3 is about, what we fell in love with it, um, which can be many, uh, oftentimes misunderstood by the general public. But what we fell in love with it was the ability to shape community together, to bring a sense of purpose and belonging, and to build value together in a community um, through co-creation. And that's the stuff that just, I think, just makes our heart sing for this work. Um, so that at the root of, is what, we're, what we've announced today. I love that. It's uh, I, and I love the passion in your voice. You can tell you've been, you've really been at this for a long time. So I guess my question that was kind of a follow up to that was a question of uh, of timing, right? Um, we've obviously seen some huge brands come into the space. You know, Reddit, Disney. We've got some Starbucks announcements and whatnot. You know, some big, big legacy brands. Um, and so why? I guess the question of after what? The question is why? Like, why do you think? Uh, big brands are entering the space right now, such as Nike? Yeah, it's a great question. I think brands, brands get into a space when they go, when they start to get into space, they really, once they're taken by an innovation that can reshape or deepen their relationship with their fans, um, brands really, that's a time when brands jump in. Brands can also jump in when they can add um, more perspective uh, and dimension to it. So right now, you know, everybody, we joke around the team that we're kind of like, a, this, this reminds, this is like the dawn of the internet before the browser was invented, you know, so early right now. And brands have an opportunity, the right brands can come in and help build the on-ramps from different, um, from different communities to come into this world. And I think the thing that I'll tell you, I can't speak for other brands, but at least for our brand, the thing that we were taken by is that for the first time ever, we saw a product a virtual product that you could buy um, that wasn't just like a virtual, in our world, a virtual shoe. It actually was a product that had a service tied to it or utility tied to it. So when I see a virtual shoe, you know, we don't see just a virtual shoe. We see a virtual shoe that can unlock the wearable version in your favorite video game or immersive experience. We see a shoe that can unlock pre-ordering the physical shoe that you can get in a year. We see a virtual product that could unlock an intimate conversation with our designers where you can help shape which colorways we should go with for the shoe that might be coming out in a year. And so that level of utility and that level of experience shapes, you know, it's oftentimes brands sell products and the journey ends once you sell the product. This is the first time we've seen where the journey begins when you sell the product. You sell the product and you sell kind of like this invitation to connect with community that can help shape and co-create and build ideas together so that when you come into a virtual product, you're a, you're a founding member into a bigger idea that you can unlock alongside the community 
And over the course of the duration of that product, it'll unlock more utility and more, um, and more magic as you get through it. And that, that's the part that I think really resonated with us. It's that we've never seen anything where it's both the product and service tied into one. It's unreal. It's so true. I mean, it's exactly what you're saying is that I love the thought of process that this is the beginning of the customer journey, not the end. Like you start at the product and then you move forward. Um, it's such an important re-establishment of how you think about the role of um, and the connection between brand and community. Um, so let's get into a little bit more detail um, the, about the project, the product itself and the project itself. Um, you mentioned a platform. So what, what does this involve? What do we get when we go to wapham.swoosh.nike? Oh, that one was to you, Ron. Oh, sorry about that. I was on. That's all right. <laughs> looking, looking Happens to the best of us. I know. I'm so embarrassed. Anyway, um, <laughs> we you start in this first week is really just about acclimating to the idea, and we're going to be super intentional, like I said, with our blog to really take uh, a thoughtful cadence. Where you know we are in no rush. This is a long term idea for us. And so we want to make sure that as we onboard people into the world, they're on, they're onboarded safely. They they learn as they onboard. So the first, um, you know, we've announced on our site welcome.swoosh.nike, where you can come check it out. And then on Friday we'll open registration. And for, registration is really about coming to get um, your place on the Nike domain, basically your .swoosh handle. Uh, I'll be safeferris.swoosh. There'll be others on here and you come claim your handle on that space. And that's a really fun moment to come in and set up your account and also get your .swoosh ID. And your .swoosh ID will be the, um, your first minted um, uh, token that would allow you to make your purchases going forward. And uh, then we're, gonna, we're not going to rush into selling you things. Then we're going to go right into, into December where I'm assuming we'll talk later about like uh, cities that we're visiting just to go on like a tour to uh, help explain what Web3 is to more to our Nike community, what we're calling the Web3 curious, not necessarily the Web3 natives, like where Artifact plays in. They're like varsity, super deep into the culture. Um, ours is more about kind of like inviting new people who are curious about it um, and, and help them understand what that looks like. And that'll be going through, we'll have that, we'll have the community get to know one another through community challenges Lucian will talk about. And then once we get to January, that's when we'll launch right around that time. Sometime in the new year, we'll be launching our first collection and, um, and our marketplace. And at that point, that's where you'll be able to like buy and trade um, your virtual collections. And from there, we start to unlock uh, you know, more robust challenges where we can start to identify those in the community who really would want to create with us. And, and what's really important is that we want to help redefine what it even means to be a creator. There's some people, a lot of people have in their mind that a creator has to be a designer, fashion designer, et cetera. We look at it as anybody that wants to express perspective. And so we want to give ways for people to kind of chip in and create as light touch and as deep touch as we can. And so over the next, over the next year, we'll start to unveil new ways that we do that. But we're on a journey together and we're in absolutely no rush. So we want to make sure that we do this thoughtfully and respectfully as we come into the space. Let's go. <laughs> so exciting. <Yes. laughs> right. So basically what you're saying there, you've got a membership layer. So I'm just going to sort of reiterate it back over to you so everybody's clear. So you've got like a membership layer, which is your swoosh ID. And that's the first thing that's coming. And that sort of starts off and, and, and goes live 
this later on this week. Um, and then you've got an education level and layer, which is really going out to meeting your community where they're at and then also um, doing online um, and, and community challenges and, and creative challenges and so forth during the, the first period of time. And then after that, your first project comes into place and then, you know, moving forward after that, there's a marketplace and other things that are coming after the fact. Um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot going on there. So, um, I mean, it's 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 definitely exciting. But there's you know there's one thing after another. So we're excited to to kind of see that play out a little bit more. Um, Farouk, did you want to jump in? I think there's um you know we can. Hundred percent. I think this is a great time to sort of jump into the artifact guys and see. I mean, how all this fits in together with everything else. Yeah, for sure. So we, we heard you mention, and by the way, music to my ears and I believe to all the Web3 aficionados uh, in the in the audience uh, down there, which is, you know, uh, Artifact being like, you know, the grassroots one, like the, the, the company that is already within the Web3 ethos and ecosystem as well. Uh, and of course, we have Benito, Chris, and Zaps who are going to talk in a second here. Um, and then Nike coming in is kind of like their own and but really focused on education and onboarding people into Web3. And this is a big point we were talking about this morning, just so you know, Ron, is like, we talk a lot about big brands entering the space, but we don't talk enough about big brands entering the space and educating newcomers, uh, which is like the most important part. So I'm really happy that you guys are, uh, are, are taking that initiative. And so we have my good friends on stage. Uh, by the way, I received my space drips yesterday. So talk about timing. Uh, I unboxed them yesterday, my Nike artifacts. And that was, that was made me happy, uh, Ron and team here, because on one side, there was the Nike logo. And on the other side, it was the artifact logo. And I've known Zapsio for maybe almost 10 years now. And I was texting him saying, wow, look at how far we've all come. And we're full circle on this stage now. And it, it, it really made me really happy. So I'd love to, to ask you, I guess I'll go to, to Benita here. But, you know, can we talk finally about how Artifact and Nike met, and then maybe if you kind of want to outline, like, how do both brands like plan on working together? Because I feel like that's like the most like wanted answer in, in the NFT space right now. Well, you want how we met? Like, yeah, tell us you how mean? you met. How did how did how did um you know how did this uh, first happen? Like the acquisition, you mean? How how you and like no, in general? Like, I mean. <laughs> What are you talking Your about? Your love story. <laughs> I want to hear about the love story. I know. I mean, I think with NDS, you know, the, the cool thing I think with Nike is that, you know, first they acquired us, so they were very smart on that. We always said that it was probably one of the smartest moves ever in this industry. And, you know, if you listen to all my interviews, we always say the same thing. I've always been saying that big brands, they need to do their dedicated unit and do that seriously and not link that to the core business. And I think what they've done, you know, with NVS and they form a team, a real internal team of cool people. Or a lot of them are like, you know, deep in Web3, clone owners uh, uh, as well. Like, I don't know if Seth is in the is in the chat. But they did that, you know, dedicated unit, work with them hand in hand since they started. Ron has been, you know, super good guy to work with. He's got the same type of, you know, hanger, hanger than us to change Nike and, you know, not treat people anymore just as clients, but really co-create and bring that to the next level. And, you know, they've been planning their team and all of this on their side and, you know, us on our side. Of course, we work with Nike at the beginning and we will continue to work as a brand, but it was always our ambition 
to make our own brand and our own things. And even though we love sneakers, we much rather make eggs than sneakers, to be honest with you. <laughs> and you saw today, we, we just hired a character artist that worked on Spider-Verse. So us, we have that, you know, that type, our world, our brand that is, you know, maybe a bit more premium and different and goes into a lot more creative aspects. But I think that the fact that Nike comes in now, especially, and they had some doubts on their team on, you know, because as everyone knows right now, when you look at the FTX Sam tweets these days, that is it the right time to announce something <laughs> and to go live? And yeah, I was thinking it's it's really great because seeing Nike that takes this seriously, that, you know, of course, we are supporting them. And it's bringing a bit of hope, I think, in the space that has been in a rough situation these days. And, you know, that Nike is coming seriously with a dedicated unit, a super good team of, of young people who are hungry and have great ideas of how to bring that to the next level for all of Nike's uh, fan base and users. Uh, I think it's super cool and I'm very excited for that. And, you know, they're going to take care of the platform. They have amazing plans, I think, that are needed. And, and their goal, I think, is to get, you know, down the line, 100 million people or more to, to discover the magic of Web3. And us, of course, we're here to inspire them and, and to continue our own path and make eggs, you know. <laughs> that, that's what's <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> Can I say something? Can I, say something Can I add on to that? Please, please do. Eddie, that is yours. Yeah. No, no, I, I really, I, I couldn't agree more, man. Like, look, with, with, with Benoit and crew, like, we were so, like, I remember when we were talking, I think the first time, um, I was with the guys just kind of talking because they were like entrepreneurs coming into a big company. I went through the same thing and uh, it can be scary because it's, it's a very, it's a different rhythm um, around that. And it was so instant to see these guys, how you build a brand and how rigorous you have to be to stand by what you are and who you are. And these guys knew exactly who they were, what they wanted to be. And it was just someone that just was incredibly attractive to want to learn from. And, and, and Benito's right. Like when we were talking about, you know, looking at the climate of where we are right now, we kind of looked in the mirror and we were, we were like, this is exactly when we want to lean in because this is when we want to communicate what it is about the magic of web three and how much broader it is than what may be perceived in, 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 in traditional media. And I think that uh, where we can is with actions and with the ways that we can show community coming together, showing that community sense of belonging, it's amazing to see. It's organic. It's almost like discovering a new music scene. When you're discovering a new music scene and you see it's this buzzing conversation and air of people coming in, building and, and, and just building energy on it. And that's kind of where this space is. And that's the part we want to amplify uh, to actually reimagine sport and sport culture through this lens. So it's been, it's been really, really fun, um, you know, getting to know the artifact team and really looking at them as like brothers in arms in the, in, in what we're trying to do together and taking, there've been our Sherpas through this space and I can't thank them enough for it. So I, I hear this, I heard a story through the grapevine, uh, that you once had to borrow ETH from them, Ron. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I don't know who yeah. told me, but I heard we a story. Did. I heard we a story. Did. It was so funny. I mean, it was really like, it's so funny, like what the community perceives versus what was the reality. We, we, we were, we're at a point, like we were, we immediately needed to get, once we knew we wanted to call this dot swoosh, we wanted to go get the ENS. And then we realized that we look around each other, it's like, oh man, we don't have any ETH. And we're like looking, <laughs> and we're looking like, we were looking at Benito and Z and we're like, hey, uh, 
hey, can you guys like hook us up with some ETH? You know, <laughs> it, was, like, really, it was so funny that I appreciate those guys didn't get all loan shark on us about it. But yeah, they hooked it so up. We didn't everybody... give you, we didn't give you back the ants name yet. So you never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always something with with Benito, but like I think, um, but no, we then they able to got they got it, and then all of a sudden everyone could see on the ch on chain that you know they grabbed it, and then all of a sudden was speculating, and then literally it was this past Saturday or something where they finally moved it into our wallet, and we were like, oh yeah, thanks, but it just goes to show, like you know, we were we're just students in the space, just learning, and just even the basic things. A lot of brands, let it be known, a lot of brands are going to learn a lot as they come into this. And you have to come in with humility. You have to come in. You can't come in here chest beating. Everything I personally learned on my journey, and I know the team has learned, is that you have to come in um, really in, with a learning mindset. You can't come in with all the experience you've had running brands or being in, working for a brand for decades of years. You have to come in and really be humble and understand that there are people who've only been in this space for like two years that know a world more of information that you're going to have to, that you just have to just understand. It's, it's like taking a new class at school. So it was really fun. Wow. I see all the clapping emojis in the audience. I think you just uh, struck a chord here. I mean, you're on spaces with us at Rogue Radio and you didn't have to. So um, I think it says a lot uh, about who you are. Um, and it means a lot too. Last question uh, for you, Ron, just quickly about the the artifact and 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 uh, and and you guys, and then I do want to ask Benito a question. Uh, but it's so. What is? Do you want to differentiate artifact from from NVS for me, real quick, Ron? Oh, for sure. So this is, and this is something we've been really looking forward to communicating. I, look, artifact is always going to be the pioneer in the space for us. They're way further down the field. They're world building. They're looking at like how to enhance an ecosystem made up of. Um, Clonex and eggs and everything that they want to build for a lot dealing um, focused on a lot of Web3 native as a luxury brand um, and build continuing to build community. Nike Virtual Studios is kind of going to be focused on the Web3 curious, those emerging, really leaning with a lot of education, uh, very, far more accessible, uh, very accessible price points across different types of consumers that want to test and try out and want to come into the space and really toe dip and understand um, what it means to, you know, what a, what a different type of empowered community can look like, what co-creation could look like, um, different levels of co-creation, as well as um, um, all across all the different collections and projects that we'll be able to launch. So we kind of see them both kind of working on two parts of the market. I don't know if you, you think I, uh, I'm going to throw it back to Benito to make sure I'm... I'm, um, yeah, I'm going to use the, the image I used a lot internally, uh, you know, Star Wars reference. I said that us were a bit like the Millennium Falcon, you know? So I'm not Chewbacca, by the way, even though I'm, I'm hairy. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of look like him. Though. I mean, you could with your hair, Farouk, you know? If you let them grow a lot, uh, you don't know what's going to happen. And, and, and you know, the, the Nike side, because it's a way bigger company, a little bit slower, but a lot more firepower. Uh, they are a bit like the Star Destroyer. So us, you know, the, the cool thing is that we can work together uh, and, you know, we can explore planets, explore things try some of our innovation and take a bit more risk. And I think really the, the great thing about Nike and Ron's team coming in is that it's it's really about having that more, you know, mass impact uh, because whatever we do, even though Artifact is super popular and we're huge uh, in Web3, Web3 is still a small space. Uh, so you need these big brands to come in. And, and what's amazing is that they do it the right way. 
I'm not going to mention, you know, the other brand that I think didn't really come in the right way since one year we're still waiting what they're doing, you know. <laughs> I think it's this week, so we will know. Uh, but I think it's really good to combine forces there and then that we each leverage our own, you know, uniqueness and individuality and support each other where we need. So super happy because we were also under NDA, Farouk, not only you, you know, us, we know this since a very long time. <laughs> and so it's good that this is finally coming out and I look forward to, you know, uh, if this is day one, uh, to day uh, two, three, four, uh, up to a thousand. Yeah, I love that. Um, I remember, remember, yeah, remember when we were just hosting you three, and we couldn't talk about you guys. Couldn't talk about a few things. Uh, so actually, uh, Benito, one more, one more question for you, and then uh, well, there's Z and Chris in the chat. As well, well, for like, you, uh, sorry, I, Benito, I know, I know, Z. you love my accent, but come on. Ah, oui, j'adore, j'adore. On parle français. Alors, bienvenue chez Nike. <laughs> Um and so and so okay, so you know, Z Chris, I mean you guys are also I mean, I feel like Z and Chris are even better than you are in hyping things up in it. So I'm gonna ask them, okay? Um, yeah, me, I'm the intellectual guy, remember? I'm exactly you're the intellectual think, and I'm also funny sometimes. I'm gonna yeah, let I'm Z do the hype. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna ask a very straightforward question, honestly, because you all know how ha- what happens on a rock radio stage. We always live with Alpha. So I know you have a lot brewing. What's next for Artifact? Ah, if it's to talk about this, okay. I mean, Z go ahead. You love to hype stuff, so go Z. Yeah, no. We're, we're building the future in real time. I think now it's super exciting that like democratization was something that we were focused on. I think MBS can bring that to like a huge audience and onboard people into the space in a frictionless way. We're mainly focused on premium and scarcity. And uh, so we have the egg project, which we've been working on for a while now and can't wait to get that out. And we have all of our clone X shipping. And I think the really excited, exciting part that we are stoked to release is some of our digital to physical merging uh so with the space trips that was kind of the mvp showing like what can happen and i think when that comes out uh we also have something very exciting coming out when is the hoodie stuff. shipping z when is the and hoodie the shipping <laughs> when 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 no because the hoodies got the nfc chip we worked on super crazy stuff on that side you know uh so that's gonna open a whole new world of possibilities between digital and physical uh, as you know, we always work nonstop, even though we get when questions all the time. Space spot burning as well. We've been working like crazy with Jana and the team. It's going to be really cool. Super proud of the work we're doing on this. So always busy. And, and yes, these days doing a lot of egg cooking. And we've got a very crazy product coming out in December that's directly focused on world merging in a way that's never been done before. So the future is now. <laughs> 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 I got I got to ask real quick uh, just what what are the artifact guys wearing today? I know visual uh, not a lot of here so people want to know it's like what uh what sneakers did everyone bring out for this event? Oh, what we got on feet? I think Lucy is asking what do you guys have on your feet right now? I'm rocking the Zyde space strips man. I got to represent the best Jeez. of both worlds you got artifact and swoosh branding so and tech respect 100% Benoit what are you rocking today actually yeah I'm in socks so I can't (laughs) (laughs) that's why I was like don't ask me but you asked me but the socks are Nike right so we're good (laughs) (laughs) I got my uh, my phone disconnected 
so I'm on Z's account, but I'm rocking something super top secret right now. I can't say what it is, but look out for it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> post a photo. Post a pic. Ron, what are you rocking? I am rocking. I'm So today's a big game day. So for game day today, I am rocking uh, my AJ2 unions uh, right now, which are – I love – uh, this brand because Chris Gibbs starts with community. He is a man of the community out of LA and uh, what he's done for the community has been super, super special. And so that's what I'm rocking. Damn. Okay. Okay. Masuma. I, I have Farouk, Masuma. Wait, Farouk, yeah. what are you rocking right now? Um, I'm home right now. Uh, and so <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear shoes inside, but I have literally on my left side, a, a, mountain of boxes i have the fuel legendary artifact shoes I have the punk shoes i have the uh the space drips with Corey, the mca af1s and the melody asani's just literally sitting next to me um and also the jeff staples jeff staples down there shot jeff but yeah <laughs> so if, if that counts hey guys so uh z and i have to dip because we're on campus right now to go do something but just want to leave it off Watch out for Animus. We got something crazy in the works. Uh, it's probably easily one of our most exciting projects uh, coming out of Artifact. Um, protect the egg. Keep on, uh, you know, thinking about the egg in your mind and get ready. This month, it's going to be insane. To the moon. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we just got it. We just got it. Okay, come on. I'm bring some excitement here. We just got the Artifact Alpha with the. Well, he said, protect your eggs at all costs this month. Uh, okay, so that'll be exciting. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> he always has to do this to us. <laughs> he does it every time. He does it every time. But anyway, I don't know if you wanted to add something. I'm going to go back to Nike team because I can't wait to get into the No, team. no, no. I think, I think we, the three of us, we said, we said you know. <laughs> now right. we're going to get questions on Twitter and all stuff. Only three <laughs> is that for, for the egg, uh, for people to be able to redeem and stuff. We're preparing, again, something new that's involving interactive storytelling and community working together. So very excited to try this out. Like, uh, and as usual, we always try new things because we get bored of our own things, you know. So very happy to try out something new again and to see what people think of it. Hell yeah. Well, thank you for coming up. Uh, nah, guys. Thank you for hosting yeah. as usual. Yeah. We're Shout out. Care, 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 see you. The future right. is now. All right. Hang tight, everyone. Much love, um, guys. Just a reminder, everyone, you know what to do. At the top is pinned. We have the tweet pinned. At the bottom right, you can live feed, chat with us as you're in the spaces. We still have the Nike team on here, and we're going to dive even deeper into what is going on uh, with NVS. What is Dot Swoosh? How does the tech work? How you will be able to participate, and maybe a little something uh, else as well That's uh, that I'm going to tweet out. Uh, as soon as I get the go, actually. So let's move forward. Let's move forward the rest of the programmation, if I may say. You know what to do. And so here we go. So, Ron, you know, Nike has such a big place in global culture, fashion, music, and obviously sports. Um, that's obviously a big responsibility for you. And you said that you want to use this new technology uh, to level the playing field. Um, what are some of the ways that you're, uh, you know, how are you approaching this? Yeah, uh, that's that's a super challenging question because we, we really put a lot of thought into how we want to do it. And I think we just kind of came at it as simply as we could. So we started from a place of um, really wanting to meet the community where they're at, right? At different places, different locations, physical, digital, virtual spots. So it starts, I'd say, it starts with education. And in the sense that we want to 
empower a lot of communities through the education of Web3 tools, onboarding into this new space of play. At the second point, I'd say, is that it's really about bringing in the diversity of voices. Because if you bring in the same type of people the whole time, then you're not really kind of extending inclusion in that community. And so we have to be really proactive in going to the cities where we do want to meet people at their level to welcome them into the space rightfully to build on that spirit of an inclusive community. That's a very important point. So a lot of the cities we're going into in December, just to kind of help educate are not ones, not necessarily ones that are the first to kind of get new technology or new experiences. And as we educate in those communities, it's about, you know, demystifying the tools to help people be creator. Um, because the real, the third point is really about helping redefine what that means to be a creator. I mentioned this before, but the idea of not always having to be, uh, you know, have not always having to uh, have to be a fashion designer or designer, of course, we'll have paths for folks like that. But there are people who just want to express their perspective and we should include them in perhaps a more light touch way of being a creator. So that could mean anything from coming and voting and help curate what should be what should be in our first collection that could come and curate what lacing style, what color blocking works better that you think is going to work for the community. And then at a more, um, once people learn more of the tools and once people understand more and really want to graduate into deeper levels of creation, then we'll have more robust community challenges that allow people to truly um, create with us on a one-for-one. And, and those are folks who win our community challenges that we're happy to give a royalty for, for the virtual products that they create. So this is going to be um, a very different new model of how we level the playing field on many levels for the creators and how we define creators, as well as the people who are invited to participate in the world and form communities themselves. So that's, that's something I think that's the most um, powerful part of the story for us so that when we get it right, we want to make sure that we're always building education you're going to see stuff in the new years like it's it's not all going to start day one it's not even going to start day 30 but like by day 90 you know we we definitely want to be further down the field put more points on the board to show what we mean when we talk about how we start to demystify tools how we start to invite people in um and educate on a more consistent systemic basis not just like as a one-off I love that. This is super sick. Mel, um, I don't know if you wanted to to jump in here uh, when it comes to, uh, to you know, maybe talking to us a little more about uh, the tech and everything going down. Um, well, I mean, I think first off, I think Ron sort of touched on a little bit earlier when he was talking about, um, you know, meeting Artifact and, and having those first conversations with the team and the guys there around, you know, what it feels like to 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 run a startup or to be ahead of a startup inside a, a, a big organisation like Nike. And, you know, it's been a really interesting experience for me to sort of see this a little bit from the outside looking in. Um, but I'd love to understand and maybe want for you to give the, the um, audience a little bit more of an understanding on what it's actually like building something new inside an organisation like Nike. So what it's like to be running a startup inside the Nike ecosystem. And then also, um, you know, what's, what's the, what's hard about that? Like, you know, you yeah. sort of say, this is in beta, this is new, all these things, but like talk a little bit more about that. Um, for sure. And um, I mean, at the root, I think anything new is hard. And the first 
people to buy to pioneer in a space are the ones that get that typically take all the hits and all the lumps and you know when we're when you're at a big company it can be even more challenging because you're not just you're learning I mean, we're like i said we're all beginners in the space we're all learning this is a beta um of how we're starting out and uh it's exciting and it also can you know you can get anxious about it and you're also on top of a volatile climate where things are changing every day and not just it could be something in regulations it could be something in a news cycle it could be all this stuff and so the best startup teams and I've had a, some experience with this, with, especially with the people on this call with Masuma and Lucian, the best startup teams know how to um, pivot when necessary or adapt to change in a way that's that where they don't lose stride, where you understand that there's something that changes and you have to understand. It's not just like you stop at the wall. It's like you immediately are all hoisting one another over the wall to lift over the wall without even, an, it's just an instinct. And it's something that we, you know, at Nike, we learn a lot. Nike's been through a lot of, um, you know, Nike's had adversity many times and just how just this, the mind of an athlete is always written with adversity to win, whether it's something like win a big game or the, the mindset you have to have is just something that is different. And in startup culture, you have to go further with that. And then that, and then the other part is just the that level of education that you need to come in with and that that ability to want to have that learning mode not know it all but more learn it all and that idea of learning it all is um comes from really taking the time to do the work and to really understand um what it means in there it's for that reason that we're intentionally slow you know this is a beta we're launching and it's going to start with access codes and the access codes we want to make sure that we bring in a lot of those people to give them the time uh to on board to learn, you know, and we will get to everybody, but we want to make sure that the access codes are given to the diverse perspectives that represent what we want to do. We'll talk about who, who gets the codes um, for the first wave, but, um, but that's really, really a key component is to make sure that you have people, you give them the time to learn, because if you're going to start to create with us, you know, everybody has that spirit of a creator spirit. And if you have that creator spirit, it's very similar to the entrepreneurial spirit. You're just going to have to learn new skills constantly and learning how to adapt. That's pretty much the key of it. Amazing. It's, you know, it's super, it's been such an interesting experience. You know, it's a learning curve for me too, to work with a, such a, a large organization and also to see on both sides of that, that watching this sort of startup start and then the big organization, it's been, been really great reminder just as someone that's completely native into this, in the, in the web three space that moves at a really, really fast pace almost all the time. I had to just constantly slow down and say, okay, like slow down again, slow down again. But that was really healthy for me because it gave me a completely different perspective on what it actually means to build something for the long term in this ecosystem. So it's a, it's a nice balance on both sides of the coin there, right? So, so like, if we go back to the question again, like, what does, like, how does this fit in with the bigger Nike? Maybe Lucian, if you want to jump in, I know um, Lucian's the most um, cultured Nike person that I think I've met in my entire experience of working with Nike is such an awesome human. So I'm excited to hear and to sort of get your perspective on how you think this fits in with the bigger Nike and the Nike culture as a whole. Wow, that's quite an honor. I feel like my culture is quite limited to sneakers in particular, but uh, I appreciate the, the honor. Um, we, 
we obviously view this as something new for Nike, but we don't want it to be completely disconnected from the type of experience you are going to get from, let's call it the core business from the day to day. So whether it be your sneakers app or other, other platform, your neighborhood retail doors, like this is in some way, almost like an extension of it. So your dot swoosh membership, you need to be a Nike member in order to sign up for it. So that way we can ensure that we can reach out to you as needed, keep you in the loop with all the information and also just ensure that like you're in our ecosystem. Um, but we do view a lot of the our existing members as like some of the ideal people that we want to bring into this. Ron mentioned early on that like, you know, this is for the, the Web3 curious. Not, I mean, it's for everyone, but we want to ensure that the Web3 curious is getting a chance to experience this uh, right, off the, right off the bat. So we're going to use our brand history, our legacy, our products, everything that you've come to love and that you clamor for from Nike. Like we want to bring that same type of mythology into this experience and it's there's a lot of a lot of opportunity here you know we have 50 years worth of of history and and just innovation to to build off of and really excited to start to bring this out like on a pretty soon uh today's day one but yeah it's all going to come to come into shape in the next next week and then 30 days 60 days 90 days we have got a lot more coming out but actually, I can mention sneakers. I did mention that on this Friday for our sneakers audience. We're going to do a live stream, uh, sort of a similar type of feel here, except it will be, you know, you will get the, the full look, ask some questions from the audience, <laughs> give you a little preview of some of our first collections. So definitely make sure you keep an eye out for that. Uh, it'll be this Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. No, right? that's not how the math works. But it's 12 p.m. Pacific. So let's start there. Uh, so that would be nice. Yeah, 3 p.m. <laughs> 3 p.m. No, no, no. Eastern. I, I we were told. Moved, I just moved here from, from New York. So I'm still, the time zones is really, I, I'm, I'm East Coast first and foremost. So I'm still learning here. But yeah, bear with me. 12 p.m. Pacific this Friday. Lucian was told there would be no math on this call. <laughs> so, so far, I've just backed myself into a corner with time. I mean, daylight savings, how does it work? <laughs> um, I don't know if, uh, if oh, go, uh, sorry, Mel. I was gonna ask if I don't know if Ron, you wanted to to, to jump in on that, but I, I think like I, what I love about Lucian saying is like we do have so much heritage in the brand and fit, you know fifty years worth of experiences. What's going to be even more exciting is seeing how the community starts to shape the perspective with us. You know, Mel, you're talking about like what's hard and what was hard about kind of her building with this. You know. Lots of brands, typically when they go and they market, they've done all their, uh, you know, customer research or focus groups or stuff like that to try and get a product right to be able to kind of sell to a, uh, to a consumer. And this world of Web3 is less about consuming, right? And it's, it's really just more about creating and collecting. And I feel like one of the real awesome parts of it is to really have the community almost at the table with you. So it requires a lot of social listening, a lot of people of understanding what is the tone in the community of where they want to take you and have put there in the car with you when you're shaping the product. And that's not, for those who haven't worked in a large brand, that's not typically how lots of brands work to be able to like put the consumer to, to put like, to put the, um, the members in the cars with you, and kind of go on the ride with you on this journey. And so you have to actually retailer how you shape your collections. You have to retailer how you think, because there's always going to be that part um, that the community gets to help shape. 
and whether it is at light touch levels or very deep touch robust levels that's the part that i think you have to that we're going to change in how we work to allow for more of that um empowered community involvement and that's that's the, that's also the best part Ron, can i jump in for a sec just to yeah, yeah please do please saying. do um apologies I'm, I'm walking around the neighborhood right now getting some get my steps in for the day um uh, but what, what i think that, that, that's some of the learnings and just stuff that we found a lot of success with at sneakers that when i was talking to ron about this project even early on i think that's what really drew me in is like we've seen that via just like content or or live streams like we have a incredible passionate fan base community of people who love this brand as much as we do as being employees here and they just want to be included in the process they want to be able to show their their passion their knowledge their dedication how much they love it so we've seen that in different opportunities on sneakers and i think what's going to be really really cool is on dot swoosh in this web3 spaces we can take that even further so it's not just like showing you your passion but you can have a chance to literally use your passion as a way to build a collection with us or possibly earn some earn some potential revenue from it like via royalties like so it i view it as just like an extension of some of the traditional ways that we've built these connections to the community but like now it's kind of unlimited and it's really uh it's really up to us to and the community to define how we're going to work together hell yeah i love that so my next I guess the natural continuation of this is to talk about the technology, right? And uh, and then of course, like there's the community, and then um, there's the partners, right? So this is this is obviously something massive that is unfolding right before our eyes right now with Nike entering. And so, um, you know, Mel, you're here, and uh, and of course you you've been working on this for a long, 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 long time now. <laughs> it was like a baby's launch to this morning, day one, like we said, and so. Um, we know you love to geek out on tech. So what's under the hood of Dot Swoosh? Yeah, all right. I'm super excited to talk about this because it's been, you know, and just to put this into perspective, there's a whole massive team behind this Dot Swoosh ecosystem. Um, what is it, Ron? There's like somewhere around, what's the team number now? I think it's... I mean, it's somewhere between, I think it last counts, about 45 people kind of working on this, Whoa. really, um, really dedicated and across a bunch of different functions from really making sure, you know, across community, engineering, data science, um, just to name a few, but design, you know, legal, you know, everywhere. No. Our family is, it takes a village. And so it's, uh, it's, it's super exciting to see how the teams kind of rallied and come together. Um, and also plugged in also with so many partners and geographies who we also bring into the car with us from the core business to help shape the work. And that's a really important part because for it to scale, to truly scale, you have to bring in a lot of the core business to to really see to re- see the vision and help have them help shape it too. So it's just a bit of a recipe for how you build new things inside large companies. It's a combination of unplugging so that you can test and learn quickly, and then plugging back in so that the larger organization can help you scale. Absolutely. And so when I break this down, I'm breaking this down in its most simple form, but I just wanted people to understand there is this massive team of unbelievably skilled people that sit behind everything that I'm saying here um, to make it all actually come to life. So you could probably break the swoosh, um, the dot swoosh tech stack into four parts. 
um, in its most simple form. And so the top end of it, if you think about like the foundation, which is the blockchain that it's sitting on. So the blockchain that Nike's chosen to, to work with is Polygon. Um, and, you know, this is like there's pretty basic reasons here. It's wanting to stay within the, the Ethereum ecosystem but choose the right, type of environmentally efficient solution um, and then also really working alongside Polygon with their scalability efforts. So Polygon being been an incredible partner and obviously they're, they're making a splash across many incredible brands in the space. So super excited to be working with them. Um, if you can go to sort of one layer above that, which is then the, the kind of back end structure of things. And so you've got payments and then you've got a safe structure and so, or, or a wallet structure. And so, this is a combination of working with Stripe for payment rails and BitGo um, MPC wallet, which is a multi-party custodial wallet setup. And um, this is a custom solution that BitGo has actually created specifically around really trying to figure out the safest and easiest onboarding for Nike-specific customers. Right. So this means that you pay in your local currency. It's completely seamless. Um, there's an integration into it. Um, you store your assets in this safe that you have. Um, and really one really interesting and I think important unique factor around the way that this has been designed is that there's no currency that's ever being held in your wallet. It's only for the digital collectibles. Um, so this is quite a different way of thinking through what the use of a wallet is and a safe is inside an ecosystem like this. And it just adds an like an entire new layer of safety on top of it. So it's a super exciting way of thinking through that setup. Um, and then the next layer down is then like, the functionality, so your smart contracts. And the smart contracts have been developed by our incredible friends at Syndicate Dow. Um, so Nike worked with Syndicate um, to also create then an integrated structure um, between Syndicate and a custom contract that they created to work with the Hypermint platform, which is created by MoonPay. Um, and so these custom contracts are the first of kind and they've got some incredibly cool functionality in them, um, which we're also really excited for everybody to test out in the coming weeks. Um, so you've got to keep an eye out for that one. Um, and then the last layer, I guess, on top of that is then the soon-to-come um, marketplace structure. And that's also created with Syndicate custom contracts. And, but the marketplace is really built from this perspective of what does it mean to really focus on enhancing the experience of collecting digital goods and virtual goods and how can Nike, which I think everybody would probably agree, does user experience extremely well, their um, design and development team are just extraordinary, like best of class to work with, best of class in what they build. Um, are really putting a lot of consideration into what it actually means to experience digital goods um, instead of just to, to, to own them or just to have them, but actually have this really fun and incredible experience with them. And so one last thing that I would probably say just around the tech um, side of things is, you know, Nike didn't shy away from innovating and building custom solutions with leading industry players. And this is what Ron was really speaking to before around going out and finding the right players and removing these layers of complexity that have proven to be real roadblocks um, for new brands that are really looking to enter the space. And so um, really trying to create this customized safe easy structure and environment for all of their community so they can come forward like to these to, to the nike um community that nike member who is maybe even nft or sorry crypto or or um 
uh, digital goods curious, but or maybe doesn't even know anything about it at all. Right, because there's a lot, a, a lot more people that don't know about this space than there are that do. Right, and so how do you meet those people where they're at and do it in a way that's both fun and easy and you know non-confrontational and all of those sorts of things? And I think by innovating and and really figuring through this custom solution, they've managed to actually hit hit that really well. So super excited to yeah. see them push the barriers and like the boundaries were pushed on every single area of of building this out. Mel, no, I want to add. I want to add yeah. just a couple of things because I think you said a lot of really great things. I I can't not give shout outs to some amazing uh, teams and squads and partners that really made a lot of beautiful things. Shout out to Isaiah and the design team, Sonom and the front end team and QA, Nico on back end, um, you know Seth on tokenomics. We just had like there's so many teams, um, and then especially a lot of our partners. BitGo, our third-party wallet provider, they will be creating the wallets. They are, um, you know, they've been fantastic in, in re- help really us think this through in a way that, you know, that can, you know, work with uh, with their wallets in the space. And, um, you know, and, our, and of course, Syndicate on, on building custom contracts in a whole new world that we're learning ourselves. So I really th- just shout out to all the great partners and the different teams that have helped shape the work. Um, and what we've been doing, it's been a lot of, um, lot of hard work and starting over and revisiting and rethinking and coming together with it. So I'm very um, thankful for the team in doing that. It's just a little bit of love to the, to the squad. <laughs> I think I remember standing over maybe three or four, maybe four times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure. And and by the way, Mel, th- thank you for like breaking the tech down. It could be hard. It could be complicated to understand. Uh, and uh, and so it's so it's fun that you, you you're talking about. It. I did see Ryan earlier tweet from Polygon and whatnot. And love to hear the names of you know Beko and Syndicate Dow. I mean, come on, we love him. We love Syndicate Dow. I had to double down on that. Uh, and uh, Nike, you know Nike, you know and the NVS team, y'all really went native. Like I gotta say, y'all went. To the to really really native uh, for this entire launch and and it's amazing. I'm sure you have amazing stuff planned in the future, but the fact that you started here um, with us is um, it's really special. So um, actually, it's mostly towards like uh, Lucian here. You know, you've mentioned a few times uh, creators. You know, we talk about creators, creators, creators a lot in, in the space, right? And part of what you know has made this new technology so interesting is that it's opened a new way for creators to ben- benefit uh, from what they're creating online, right? It's a massive thing that we, we personally stand for. Can you break down your plans for creators and how Nike is thinking about community, uh, both in the short term uh, for this launch, of course, and then your uh, long-term vision? I will certainly do my best. I'll tell you that much. It's a, it's a great question. <laughs> I think um, one thing that, like, for me personally, that I've tried to instill within like the rest of our team is like just understanding like what we mean by a creator because i think there's a lot of people who maybe don't view themselves in the traditional sense of like oh i don't i can't draw i can't design 3d files like they maybe they view that like their actual skill sets might limit them from being a creator but like within this world like if you love sneakers theoretically just just getting dressed every day you're a creator right the way you can like put a certain outfit together the way you like present yourself like that's your form of self-expression and creativity so uh there will be opportunities for obviously us to 
tap into members who have these existing skill sets. We'll also be going to our physical community, like via um, our retail partners um, and other community groups, like going putting boots on the ground and teaching people these skills, giving them like firsthand knowledge of how they can acquire some of these skills to become creators. But it's really, it's going to be kind of like a sliding scale. Like you don't need to be a complete expert or have a, a design background in order to co-create with us. Just making your, your voice heard, um, weighing in on some of the challenges or just engaging with us on social is a form of creativity and co-creation in its own right. And then further, further down the line, as you know, we get a little bit more solidified, we will introduce more tangible ways to co-create our actual collections where as an individual or as a collective, you're going to be able to design alongside dot swoosh and hopefully get some, some projects made. Um, in terms of who the community is and some of those groups we're going to be bringing into the mix, I would actually love to throw that over to my wonderful colleague, Masuma, to take it. Tag me in, coach. Um, just sitting here sipping on my Pepsi, <laughs> waiting, to, waiting to share. Um, no, our, you know, we just absolutely love our community and our community partners are incredibly important to us. So the way that we're approaching a new era where we're building on-ramps into this new digital world and giving more exposure to our community in a very safe and inclusive way, um, we're continuously you know, innovating to remove friction. So those who are curious about Web3 have the opportunity to tap into their creative potential. Because, you know, as Lucian said, like the, the definition of creator is is, is so broad and, and really anyone can be a creator in, in their in their respective ways. And so um, we're actually going to be starting our partnerships um, from our Nike diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives. And our goal is to meet the people where they are at. You know, NBS is going on a roadshow and um, we're going to kick off our community partner tour in Austin, Texas. Shout out to the food there because it's super bomb. And then followed by steps along the way at our partner sneaker boutiques, doors in Atlanta, LA, New York City, et cetera. Um, and then shout out to Nick and Jasmine on the squad and bringing those to light. This is super cool. Uh, by the way, yeah, kudos to the food in Austin, Texas, for sure. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's actually huge. You're going to have live IRL activations to onboard people to, to this space. Is that, is that what I'm getting out of this? Yes, 100%. And we are so excited for these events. You know, we've been working on Dot Swoosh for, for a while now. And initially, you know, we were just, we would only talk about it with each other. We were very much in like ghost mode. And, and now that it's live, we're just, we can't wait to, you know, get on the ground and, and start talking to people in real time and educating them and getting them as excited about Dot Swoosh or if not even more excited than we are and, and making this real. And so these events is, are an opportunity for us to truly connect with the community where they are. And so, you know, in their cities with their people and it's just going to be incredible. Um, and you and know, as like we as do Ron, that, actually, oh, go ahead. I was just going to no, say something I was going to say like, Ron, as, as you've been preaching, you know, like our events are centered around education which is so critical for us and and it's not a reality for us to just do that you know behind the screens we have to meet the people where they are and, and really educate them in real time about that solution and answer questions and so we're just really pumped for it 
Yeah, and I think like Masuma's done such a great do- job with the team, like kind of digging into. There's so many people on the team that have kind of. This is really a very deep passion point to be able to kind of work with our community partners. This first wave is simply just educating what is Web three, how is Nike playing in, and how how they can join the world. Really, just kind of an intro, and then you'll see us go deeper in very select cities to build more curriculum to demystify a lot of the tools. Like it shouldn't be, you know, we, we actually, you know, we aspire to something that you know, a model that we've always felt is like, you know, back in the day, there'd be like trade schools to teach people how to be an electrician. Well, what, what is a 21st, 22nd century version of that is like, it's, it's the tools are blender, you know, and to where, to help build and demystify tools to allow creators to create and then eventually make them wearable in your favorite games and then eventually earn a royalty from that. Um, that's a really great proposition uh, for someone who wins a community challenge. So I think as we go deeper, it's not, it's just as much about educating about the web three space as well as demystifying what these creator tools are, whether it's snap AR toolkit or blender or all these things, they're not that hard. It's just that a lot of people have just don't have the opportunity to, to, uh, to either, you know, to learn to download them or afford them or in any way. And so any way that we can help level that playing field is going to be really important to us. Hell yeah. Love that. So I do want to ask, you know, you obviously have outlined the manifesto in the, ma- sorry, in your manifesto, uh, things like inclusion, access and creating opportunities for creators, right? And I love what Masumo was talking about. I think this is like one of the most underrated things that's going to fly on the radar until people are going to realize how important this is um, uh, when it comes especially to inclusion. Um, and these are all, you know, important and all things that, you know, brands talk about a lot, right? And so what are you doing uh, that's so different here? And, and, and what are you innovating? Yeah, you know, like at the end of the day, we're not first in this space, but what we are doing is prioritizing a very safe and inclusive community and using education and technology to level the playing field. Going back to like why we're doubling down on education and making sure that people, the Web3 Curious audience is super comfortable coming into this space and and, and joining us on this, on this ride, you know? And so, you know, Nike's innovating and like, a very safe and easy platform for the Web3 Curious audience. We're talking about removing points of friction and risk and making it easier for Web3 Curious to learn about our world and, and be a part of our community, whether that's joining us on social conversations or within the community challenge that Lucian was talking about or, or meeting us at our partner neighborhood doors and, and, and seeing what we're doing and, and meeting us in real time. And I, and I think also to add on to that, to what Masuma is saying, um, the other thing that I think that we're doing is kind of help assemble the pieces in a way that makes a lot of sense, hopefully a lot of sense to the Web3 curious in the sense that the utility that we bring, the way these are, we're starting to just see and meet these members where they are. And we, we call, we have this, we, we say it a lot at Nike is this market, what does what a marketplace of the future look like? And that's meeting, meeting our, members where they're at and these days people are caring more and more about what they look like in the virtual world almost as much as they do in the physical world and we want to meet them there with nike product that they love and in new and that could be just within um within their favorite video game and so it's really about under really contextualizing 
that it's not as complicated as it needs to be. It's that there's just simple aspects of how the community comes together, aspects of being able to get this token, which is your right to control these products, and that you can, and that these products will unlock value for you in other spaces, whether it's a wearability in an experience or a game, or whether it's a, a pre-order to a physical product. And I think that those use cases, those examples, are what we think resonates deeper with a Web3 curious um, prospect rather than someone who, because it, because it ties into the things that they already do and love. And all we're doing is just meeting them where they're at with that, with a, with a great, you know, with a great experience. This is super sick. And so I just went ahead, uh, Malin, we've, we've uploaded the next, uh, the next tweet that I, that I've pinned at the top. So if you've made it this far, if you've made it this far, you're in the right place at the right time over here. And I love when you talk about innovation and, and everything Masuma just, uh, just, uh, just chat on, right. About, uh, you know, not, you're not first, but you're forever, right? Uh, that's what you guys said. And so I think uh, I think it's beautiful, right? Prioritizing a safe, uh, inclusive community um, is something that we love and cherish so much. I see a lot of familiar faces in the audience. And I, I know that this is what uh, most people love to hear when they hear about a, a, a major brand uh, entering the space. Um, and so, uh, and so, all right, so... All right, so I assume the first collection uh, and uh, and beta audience, beta, beta, beta audience <laughs> is not going to be available for every single Nike customer, right? Because there's a lot of people and you guys have massive, uh, you know, uh, sportsmen and women and a lot of people involved with a huge reach. So that's going to go everywhere. So how, how are you thinking about both uh, who gets into the initial launch and then the broader growth of the swoosh platform. So listen, all I gotta say is sheesh, because sheesh. my sheesh, because my phone has been going off all day on how people can get into the platform, how they can be a part of this. And you know, as the squad mentioned, we are in beta. You will need an access code to register your account. You do need to be a Nike member. But if you don't get that access code, don't trip, you know, add your name to our waiting list and we'll send you one after things settle down a little bit. Um, but really, at the end of the day, our Nike community hails from all walks of life, all geographic shapes and sizes, you know, from South Bronx to North London. They are athletes and hustlers and stylists, collectors and gamers. And so because we wanted to launch this platform in an accessible way and empower all communities, what we're going to do is first start our launch in North America, as well as select countries in Europe. And while we're like testing and refining and then um, to shape as, you know, really a diverse community as possible, we'll also be serving, you know, showing up at local communities, as I mentioned earlier, through our partner sneaker retailers doing in real life activations, et cetera. And then lastly, um, we'll be serving those who've engaged with our digital platforms the most. Uh, we seek to really make this platform as fair as possible. So like I said, if you haven't gotten your code, please be patient um, or just tweet Ron. <laughs> uh oh, be careful what you sent to Ron right no, now. No, 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 no. There's a thing called blame for Roke in the space. You can just blame me. <laughs> In all seriousness, no, don't, no, don't, I, I don't actually, buy a code, though. Yeah. We're not selling not codes. So if anyone's That's trying right. to sell you a code online, you should stay away from that because Nike will never try and sell you a code. Uh, anyone who is trying to do that, just 
exercise a lot of caution there. So we're, we're giving them out fairly to people who have signed up. Just wanted to quickly call that out. So I think that's very important, Lucien. So I'm going to stop for a second here and say, be careful if it doesn't come from an official account uh, from Nike's or, I mean, the Rug Radio one, I'm the one who just pressed the push button. So you're fine. You're safe there. But I'm saying is if it doesn't come from an official partner or whatnot that, you know, Lucien, Masuma, Ron, you know, Mel even, like, are posting about it, why not? Uh, just do, do not click it. And some people ask me where the sign-up link is. It's on the Rug Radio Twitter, actually. So shout-out to the Nike team here, NVS, uh, for allowing us to, I think I think it's the first link going out or something like that. But anyways, uh, it's pretty sick, uh, Mel. So I, I hit the tweet button. I don't know if you want to explain what I just put it up there. Yeah, I think, so the, there's a tweet that Price just posted out, and you can go onto that tweet and click on it and put in your email address and it will actually send you an email when the waitlist opens. All right, so this is not getting you a code. It's not an automatic um, <laughs> acceptance into the project or anything like that. It'll just let you know when the waitlist actually opens. Um, and so you'll get a reminder and you can then head over and if you don't already have a Nike account, you can create your Nike account and then put yourself on the waitlist. Um, and, you know, the, the goal here is growth and I actually want, would love, Ron, for you to jump in and actually talk a little bit about how you you're thinking about you know growing this past this initial beta phase so that so many more people can actually really get access to it because this is not about scarcity it's about really growth and inclusivity and so even if you don't get into the first bit of it you will get in right eventually um and so make sure you do put your your name on that wait list because they definitely have the intentions here to, to kind of include everybody in so run maybe yeah. even and thank yeah, yeah, I can walk through that. So I think I, I think it's really important to note because we do want everybody in, and this isn't about creating a level of um, exclusivity. It's really actually the opposite, where we're trying to really focus on inclusion by first finding and 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 reaching people who uh, have had a hard time getting in the space or haven't had an opportunity or don't know what the space is. So we want to really have a moment for a lot of those community partners that we've uh, that have been part of our uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion initiative to create as diverse perspective in the community as we can, because that's kind of like the basis of a lot of what Nike's about. And, and as we do that, we're also going to be, you know, for those uh, of you that have engaged a lot on existing Nike digital platforms, also, they'll, you know, there'll be a code, um, there, there's an opportunity to get a code that way. And then a lot of the folks, especially those who are truly, you know, of course, the Web3 native, there's definitely going to be uh, the opportunity to kind of come in, um, you know, from that waitlist. And I feel that, you know, after we get settled for the first few weeks, really, it's really more about just making sure that we right size, you know, the right, um, the right voices, the right perspectives in the community. Then we start to kind of grow and scale. And we do not want this to be uh, a community that is... We're, we're, the challenge, one of the biggest challenges we've seen as we've learned is to figure out how to get people in the door with as many windows as possible. Because oftentimes there are a lot of projects where you come in and then you, had, you were in early and because you were in early, you reap all the utility over the next two years. And that's awesome for those who, come, who came early, but it can be alienating to those who just want a taste of the brand or want a taste of the project and can't come in later. So we've been trying to find many different ways to bring people in at different moments as we scale. And once we start seeing, especially on our waitlist, like what parts of the world start to light up for us where there's a lot of interest, um, we'll, you know, then we can kind of um, bring more 
codes to that region, but we do want to have codes to keep it safe at first for at least the foreseeable future in our beta as we test and learn, because we, we've learned a lot in this space from um, best in class bot detection that we've launched in our prior lives. And it's so important, it's so easy to, uh, come in, to, to come in and create disadvantages for uh, many people. Whereas what we want to do is actually make sure that this is a uh, inclusive space where a lot, where everyone can win and feel what we're trying to build. I love that. This is so well said. I'm getting a bunch of tags already from people trying to get in. Uh, and it's okay. It's working. Cool. Okay. I was looking now. I was checking because someone did say it didn't work for them, but it's up. It's up and running. It's been on the top. We've figured it out. So you can, you can, uh, you can, um, you can enter now. And so, wow, look at that. We've been going for so long. I love that. There's just so much to cover. It means it, you can tell like how, uh, uh, how, um, how deep you've been. Lucian, I love the tweet you pinned at the top. It's nice. I'm just reading I, it right now. I appreciate now. that. I, I reckon I'm going to jump in. Uh, Brett, Brett Drake, he's been following us along for a minute, so shout out to him. But yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who who probably feel that this world is inaccessible for them or that they just mm. don't know how to get started. And we're hoping that we can use the, uh, the amazing product history and just incredible DNA of Nike as a way to get you onboarded and excited about Web3. I mean, that's kind of, to be honest, that's that's was how a lot of us here got, got started. And to even show how much of a newbie I am, um, Mel warned me this morning to make sure my phone was fully charged before joining this Twitter space. And uh, that was that was really good advice because I am <laughs> under 10%, so I am dangerously close to just... Uh, getting the boot here. So if I if I drop off prematurely, it's not because I'm no longer interested in the conversation. It's because I didn't follow the advice of Mel, uh, and I, I was, well, Mel was right. Well, uh, blame Faroq and blame for uh, not following the rules. There are certain rules here. Mel said, "Charge your phone." And I said, "Yep, I will. I will." And you know, I'm learning. Uh, I'm learning in real time, so I'm excited to uh, to bring a little levity here. But yeah, if I do disappear, it's not because I'm not. Very invested in this conversation. So, so Lucian, before before your your phone dies, I, I have another question for you. Okay, and so of course, of course, of course. So, please. okay, awesome. So this is gonna be unfolding between now and the end of January. Um, where's sure. the best place for people to follow and track the launch? Uh, what are the links everyone should know? Yes, yes. And where do people get onto one of those wait lists for the broader launch? Great question. So we just launch our official dot swoosh instagram handle today literally this morning shout out to all the teams for for putting that together it's been you know it's a startup life everything changes last minute but we we are putting our efforts into to instagram really excited about some of the ways that they're partnering uh in the in the nft and web3 space so they feel like a great place to start we also have a lot of really cool visuals so I feel like instagram will be our, our home for that so it's dot swoosh on instagram um, we also all have, you know, our respective personal handles that you can, you can sort of see some of our teammates in the, in the chat now, giving you some insights and information. Otherwise we do have the dot Nike handle. So that's the first, like we have the dot Nike URL. So you can visit welcome.swoosh.nike. First of its kind, we have our, our very own domain, which is dot Nike. So you can check it out there. Um, and that's between that and our blog, which is blog.swoosh.nike. That's where we'll be sharing updates on uh, activations we have coming up, collections, learning more about our values, principles, the what and the why. 
Um, it's all going down on the blog. And then Instagram is just you know, to have some fun, to interact. That's where we're going to build our community. And remember, if, if there's ever a link, any link that we have has to end in .nike or it's fake. So we had, that's again, just want to remind everyone as it ends with our domain, it means that's another, that's a good first line of defense um, on a lot of, uh, on stopping people who are trying to take advantage of people in the space. So always ends in dot N I K E. Wow. This is, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's funny because when I first, like when I first had a conversation with Ron, um, I think it was back in like January, right. Um, at the beginning of the year, um, the, the converse Ron told me about the things that they wanted to build in, in, you know, in the, the, the swoosh ecosystem. And, um, you know, he mentioned all these things like inclusivity and actually going out to the community and building this in a way that's so innovative that, that it almost um, makes the technology disappear and the experience just be the main thing. And, you know, all of these different kind of aspects of, of, of the space. And, and like, I think there's probably some other, it's fair to say that there's probably other builders in the space that have heard these kinds of things before, but they haven't necessarily come to fruition. Um, and so, I, you know, I was like the usual skeptical <laughs> Web3 person but every single thing that they've said that they want to do they've actually built it into the space it is inclusive it is innovative you know they are living up to the standards that they're setting for themselves and for me that's the most exciting thing about this project is that it's it's very much um in in alignment with the authenticity that they're putting out so i'm super excited about um seeing where this goes and the growth that it's going to bring into the space and um Frank, maybe we should just like recap everything that's been said because I think there's a lot wow. um, just to kind of like break it down a little bit in its simplest form. And then what I'd love um, to do is have, um, well, we've still got Lush on stage and Masuma and Ron to just give us like some closing thoughts because I know there's so much coming and lots of things to look out for. So, um, you know, I'd love to hear from, from them as well. So I think like just the key points that we've covered here in the key parts of the project is firstly, there's the membership. Um, which is your Swoosh ID, and that's the link that's li- that's that's pinned at the top. If you put your email address in the link, you'll get a, a reminder when the waitlist opens, so that you can then get in and set up and register your Swoosh ID. Um, then coming into December, they've got the Creator Challenge and their IRL activations, and um, that's really just centered about education and really just bringing Web three to the Nike community in the ways that best fit the ecosystem. Um, and then there's a few secret announcements. There's a little bit of alpha um, that <laughs> are coming during that period of time um, that we can't speak to yet, but we're very, very excited. Um, and I think that's going to shake things up a little bit and talk a little bit more to like the utility perhaps and some of the things that are coming in the future. Um, and then, you know, going into January, we've got the launch of the first collection and the marketplace there after that. So um, lots and lots of things, lots of sort of, um, bumps in the road coming up and you know as as Lucian just mentioned the best place to kind of follow along is either at swoosh.nike or at the dot nike um oh sorry dot swoosh my bad which is spelled d-o-t-s-w-o-o-s-h on instagram um so they're the two locations that you can best find out what's going on um, um but with the with the nike swoosh ecosystem um so maybe um Froke, if you want to maybe just yeah. jump in and say what you're thinking and then we can throw it over to the team to kind oh of – Oh, my God. What am I thinking? What am I thinking? 
This is sick. This is I I'm I'm not gonna cuss. This is effing sick. Uh, <laughs> I promise I won't. <laughs> I mean, I, I held strong uh, thus far, so I'm not going to break that streak. But I am so freaking proud and happy at this very moment to be where I am. Uh, and I think this is so freaking cool uh, to be able to sit next to legends on here that are making such huge things happen. Because if you think that Nike's entrance into Web3 is just some Twitter space with Rug Radio, well, you probably got something coming for you. And now I know I downplayed a lot, but that means a lot, right? It's like, it's not just some. It's like you did it native. You came to Rug Radio. You have Mel. You have Syndicate. You're doing the hype with MoonPay. You got all these people involved that are so deep down into Web3. So for me, that's my biggest takeaway, Mel. Of course, on top of everything you've shared, and the thing that I've pinned at the top, right, the link that's tweeted on Rug Radio, you have until tonight, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So just a few hours to enter the wait list through the link I shared on the Rug Radio account. But just as a whole, like to be able to be part of day one, right? I think it's so cool. And everybody who listened from the beginning to the end, like this is day one of Nike's foray into Web3, which is going to be insane. I mean, you all know who Nike got, right? You all follow sports. You know who their athletes are. You know who they're rocking with when it's your favorite rappers, singers, or whatnot, your favorite. So you already know, like, in a way, it's like, yeah, you can't say too much, Mel, I'm sure. And I don't know that much. Too. I probably know 1%. But um, it's kind of like an obvious guess uh, towards where this is going to head. So I'm excited for that when it comes to adoption. And the fact Masuma's like, yo, we're going to open shops in, like, Atlanta and Austin, Texas, and go teach people how Web3 works and stuff. Like, this is... We couldn't have asked for better, uh, for better uh, teachers, in my opinion. This is the way uh, we want and expect brands to enter Web three, um, and it's it's really great. So those are my thoughts. So I'll go. I'll give it to, um, I guess Lucian first because your phone's gonna die any second. Then we'll go to Masuma, and perhaps Ron will close out the words. But maybe some uh, final thoughts for y'all. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're just we're we're really excited. We're we're humbled. We're uh, it's been a, a long time coming, been quite an interesting journey. And we're just honestly, like, really appreciative of, of just the initial response and how the communities embrace us. And we want to come in here and not um, acting like we know everything, but we want to like learn and co-create with all y'all and just really just love to see how Nike can really take this world to the to the next level. And thank you for having our team here and for being such a, a wonderful host. And um I'll say it. I'm freaking excited too. Hell yeah. Masuma was good. <laughs> um, echo everything Lucian's saying, you know, we're, we're rookies in this space. We're going to be imperfect. We're going to be unpolished and, and probably, you know, fumble a few times, but we're here and we're committed to learning and, and building together. So we're freaking excited. Um, and, and thank you to you for having us and, and letting us share with the audience what that sushi is and what we've been working on. And let's freaking go. Hell yeah. Let's form group. That's let's the, <laughs> that's the non-explicit version of it. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> well, look at the end of the day, this is a beautiful technology that's enabled communities to come together like never before. Uh, the Nike community is a tapestry of communities across all different sport, all different culture together. And to walk, to be able to have a shot at empowering them in new ways, whether it's through co-creation or um, allowing them to kind of shape the direction um, and give, give a voice to some degree of helping shape direction is, is really, really inspiring for us. And so all we're going to do is basically 
show people the, the beauty of what everybody on this call and the listeners too, what they see in it too. We're just going to put a real big, we just want to show more people what it is that you love about this space is the same thing we love about this space. It's just that a lot of people don't know and they don't know because they're getting wrong information. They're getting, they don't know because they hear information that's distorted, that's misunderstanding a lot of the information. And our goal is to kind of like help create those on-ramps in a safe and important way that um, really bring people to create a deeper sense of belonging uh, with the brands they love. And that's, that's our opportunity and that's what we want to do. And Bro, can't thank you enough. I'm friggin' excited just as much as everybody. It's game on. Hell yeah. Matt, did you have some <laughs> final words? Because I got the perfect song to leave us out of this amazing room with. All right. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done. Look, I, I think everybody's, I think it's clear how excited I am about it all. Um, and I'm just, I can't wait to just show everyone. Like, this is the great thing about Nike. Nike, if they've done anything ever, like what they do do well is they just, they just do it. <laughs> Which is, you know, just obviously. do it. I've heard that before. <laughs> like they yeah, get out there and they actually do things. They don't talk about it. Um, and so um, that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for it to just see it play out because I think it's going to be awesome. So let's go. Let's do Woo! it. For all right. All right. All right.